Hello and welcome to TBC Equipped. We are a ministry of Trinity Baptist Church in Norman, Oklahoma. My name is Curtis Winkle. I'm here with Ryan Polk. Hey, Ryan. Hey, what's going on? Not just hanging out on a Sunday afternoon. It's beautiful outside. God's given us uh, some really wonderful weather, um, which has been really helpful uh, because we're stuck quarantined right now. Um, so it's been it's been nice. Um, I'm going to record today a podcast about spending time with the Lord. Um, so presence with God, right? Is yep. our, uh, a major point of Christianity is is spending time with the God who has saved and sought us out and redeemed us. Um, so just thought we'd talk about that for a few minutes. And so uh, maybe first off, just kind of what what you do. What what does time with the Lord look like for you? And you early morning guy, late night. I'm kind of a uh, when it when it happens guy. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, some of it depends on meeting. Some of it depends on schedule. And so um, sometimes it's really early, and sometimes it's during the day. Um, okay. What are the what are the essential elements? Do you always have to have um, a, a song going? Do you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you always uh, do you always pray? Do you always have a commentary open? What does what does time with the Lord look like for you? So, um, I, you know, when it comes to like doing this, one of my things has always been uh, I just think people need to do what what fits for them, and to give people a lot of freedom. So for me, yeah, it's almost always going to be prayer and my Bible, um, but that may look different day to day. Uh, I've done what we're encouraged people to do. So I, I've done the deal about reading the Bible through in a year, and I think that's a great thing to do. Um, I also know that there can be good reasons for that not happening and that you can spend some really good time with the Lord, not make it through the Scripture in a whole year and that kind of deal. So I don't make it a mandatory thing that, I'm, that I have to do that every year. Um, and so, but yeah, for me, Bible and prayer uh, on some on some level— uh, is kind of what I, what what I try to do. What about you? Um, yeah, s- same thing. So uh, generally, I try to read um, at least one psalm at the very minimum, and I do this thing of of uh, I've learned recently about spending about ten minutes just on one you know passage or one um, even verse. Uh, or a few verses together, and I just pray those over and over. So um, it's it's a way I've found of just meditating on the Word and taking some deep breaths and just trying to work those things from from my head and even my lips down to my heart. Um, so God is my you know my light and my salvation and my rock and some of those great um, uh, metaphors we get in Psalms. Uh, we can think about, and, and I tend to to lean on, um, or to to even say, but they aren't always true for me. I think there's there's a, a path through this as we're spending time with God, where those things can become real to our hearts, and um, you know, I'm, I'm constantly uh, you know prone to to wonder and forget those things and forget that that's true, especially you know in times like these where circumstances are so. Um, volatile. And so I, I think about, you know, Psalm 1 and, and rooting ourselves uh, by the stream of God's Word. And even I was talking to the kids today, I'm teaching through James with 
my youth and uh in james 5 it talks about establishing yourself in the lord and so i think there's this you know even david saying why are you downcast my soul like there's there's this sort of constant thing that i've experienced where i have to I have to bring myself back in front of the truths of god's word when when things um feel strange or, or like i said volatile uh and because my my tendency is to go downstream and to follow that you know that tendency in myself and in just kind of culture at large and so uh to continue to take my my heart and soul and you know everything back to these fundamental truths um that aren't always uh at hand with the five senses um so that that's been a really valuable thing that i've just kind of started doing after i I picked that up uh, a few months ago um just to again slow down even my breathing and to, to meditate on on a psalm. And then other than that, uh, I've I've taken from you reading through a whole book uh, if I can, especially a New Testament letter, um, has been really uh, a helpful time just to see the the flow of not just one one passage or one verse or even one chapter, but but what uh, our our brethren in the early church would have encountered in a letter being read from from start to finish um so that's been really helpful as well uh and then just just yeah just praying to god just uh you know i, I think it was luther that said uh praying is worrying in the direction of god or worrying towards god so uh as just you know the state of my heart is has become clear as i start looking at who god is and you know all the things that I need to do, all the things I'm worried about. Um, I try to bring those before the Lord and just cast, you know, cast your anxiety uh, on Him, as First Peter teaches us. So uh, those are the, those are usually what it looks like for me. Yeah, I'm almost uh, when I spend time in the Word, it's almost always uh, read through a Psalm, and I'll read a proverb almost every day. And you know, just couple of those habits, I mean, generally what you're going to get through is you're going to get through the Psalms and a couple times a year and the Proverbs maybe 10, 11, 12 times a year. And to me, that's just good saturation. There's so much there as far as like, like you're saying, how to pray, worship, just the wisdom of God as he's revealed. Um, and then depending on my plan, uh, you know, I, I tend to not read the Old Testament every day, but we'll kind of have days where it just stands out to me, and I'll end up reading a pretty, a pretty big chunk at one time, and uh, and I find that to be a little more helpful than trying to break up the stories or some of the things going on right. individually. And so that just works out for me. But I know some people who manage you know the set reading every day, and that really keeps them grounded. So I think that's great for them. And then I'm I'm with you on the New Testament. One of the things that's always kind of been a struggle for me with. Uh, with uh, trying to get through it in a year are just, you know, the breakdowns uh, of the books. It's just hard, especially when you get into some of the epistles and they're written as letters, like you said, to stop at at the end of chapter one. And, you know, and so the other thing that happens to me often is that God, I think, really leads me to a book to study. And uh, so like you, I'm getting ready to start James this week with my adult Bible study. And on Wednesday night, well, it's been the last couple of weeks. I just felt really drawn to that book. And so I've just read the letter through probably 20 times, um, maybe more. And um, and so when God does that, I mean, I just, I feel like I'm supposed to be there. And so I just kind of stay and keep reading it. And, and it's amazing when you read it in its entirety, uh, some of the things that, that you can see, you know. And so that's been a helpful 
helpful thing to me. So that's kind of where I end up uh, doing that. And then as far as prayer, you know, I'm really trying to work on this deal of my prayer time during my, if you want to call it a quiet time or devotional, whatever you call it, is mainly for that. Um, I'm praying that God would slow my heart down and my mind down to where I could really think about Him, uh, that I would see what He wants me to see, that I would learn what He wants me to learn, opportunities to share with others or teach the things I'm learning. I do keep a prayer list, um, but I don't always use it during that time. I'm really trying to practice what it you know, as God brings things to my mind during the day, just to be praying a lot during the day for different things. Um, and so that's been a helpful thing. But, you know, one thing that I would just encourage people to do as they study their Bible is just this, uh, God convicted me of this, I don't know, it's probably been several months, and probably most people will think this is just obvious and they already do it anyway. But when I sit down with my family or with Kara to watch a TV show or watch a movie, there is an expectation that something's going to happen. You know, we don't watch things thinking nothing's going to happen during that time. Right. And yet I feel like for a long time, a lot of times when I would sit down for my devotional time, there wasn't really an expectation that during that time God was really going to do something. And so that's one of the things I spend a little bit of time praying with is just, okay, God, I'm expecting to hear from you. This is not a... I'm not sitting down with this book like I would a, a textbook or something like that. I'm sitting down in a relational way to listen to to God speak. Yeah. And so bringing expectation, you know, I think, you know, Paul talks about this with the Colossians, you know, just about waiting and expecting and and those are uh those are huge things for me. Yeah, it's good. Um so we we talked about kind of how how you and I uh, do it at least in this season of life. Um, we know there are different seasons and different things that we'll encounter and challenges and things. So, what what do you think is just essential in our our time with the Lord? Well, I mean, I do think you know if we view it relationally, that's the key. And so, in a relationship, there's going to be communication both ways. Yeah. And so, I think whatever we do that allows God to speak to us and for us to listen. Uh, those are the key things, right. and so so his word and, and prayer. I think so, and and I think those can happen in different ways, though. You know, I you know I've shared before with people that usually one day during the week, it may not be my entire quiet time, but I'll bring in my notes from from a Sunday sermon and just go over those and kind of pray through those. And I've found that to be really helpful. It's actually made Sundays a lot more meaningful. Because uh, it's just not notes going into a notebook or in the back of my Bible, but they have a place. And uh, I, I've heard I don't really do this, but I know of people who do that. You know, like we'll spend some time and they'll just have some really good, like worship music um, that's just about God and who He is. I, I think that can be really edifying too. And and some people will use that. Um, so I I just encourage people like. How about devotionals? You like? Yeah, I, I've used like? those at different times. Yeah, you know, I remember several years I went through. Um, John Piper has a couple called a Godward Life, and I used those. And then uh, uh, I used one for years called the the Root of the Righteous by Tozer that that God just really 
uh, used in my life. And so, yeah, I think they can be really helpful. Yeah, Emily uh, and I are going through one. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of people mention this one. It's uh, New Morning Mercies by Paul Tripp. Yeah. Uh, has been really good. And towards the, you know, as he finishes each daily reading, he leads you to a scripture to read, which is, I think, really cool as well that he that he's, it's not just a standalone thing, but he pushes you towards and points toward a specific passage. But uh, with Emily and I doing that together, it's led to some really good conversations. Yeah, one that I've uh, I've never used, but I see people quote him all the time, and I'm always like, that is a phenomenal quote, is uh, like Oswald Chambers. Oh, yeah. And I see that one all the time. And so, yeah, I think those are really beneficial. I actually really admire some of those guys that can take some pretty good truths and trim them down to a few paragraphs or a couple pages of reading and make these really good, just kind of, uh, they're short, but, you know, but, but weighty. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. No. So I think those are really good. And then I would say like another thing, and I think you and I have both talked about this before as a struggle at times, but again, this is relational. I'm not comparing my quiet time with what you do with in yours right. or anyone else's. I mean, this is how we, we relate to the Lord. And so, um, I think two things that we do on that is we make it personally relational for each of us and then that we want that relationship to go deeper. And so, you know, uh, you know, I, I think people kind of get down on themselves a little bit. If they're hearing us today and they're like, well, I only read one Psalm a day. Okay. Well, I think it's a great place to start. Right. Read your Psalm every day and just worship the Lord through it. And then as God leads, maybe you'll add a, a new Testament at some point or something else. But you know, it's, it's not about doing what people around you do. It's about relating to the Lord. And I just think about the image that's always come up to me on this is, you know, in a church family, you have a ton of marriages, but not all the marriages look alike. You know, they function differently. They relate differently. There's different ways that they communicate well. I think that's going to be true in our walk with the Lord too. And so this time... um, you know, if I was to come up with like some just basic practices, it would be, listen, just carve out some time and find what works for you, get good intake, and have a chance to, to, to tell God what's going on in your life. Yeah. And, uh, and as far as like specifics of what it looks like, don't have to look the same. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think the how is nearly as important as what's happening or that it's happening. How about uh, suggestions for somebody who's just not desiring right now to, to look in God's Word? Man, that's a tough one. And we've all been there. Uh, this is where I think community really plays a role in this. I mean, I think that uh, it's really good that everyone has a time that they do this. And I mean, what I try to tell people, they'll ask, like, should I do it every day? I think it's great to do it every day. The word I use usually is something like regular or consistent. Yeah. Uh, and, but I think it's good that you have somebody or a group that you're sharing with yeah. regularly what God's doing in your life. Because what I do, I think will happen a little bit is I think those times of lack of desire or the kind of the desert feeling that we all go through at times, I think get leveled off a little bit uh, when we have people asking, praying for us and that. Um, and sharing what they're that's right. The, the I mean, sometimes yeah. we're carried through by what God's doing in the lives of others. Right. And, uh, but I would say at those moments, it's not a bad thing maybe to change things up a little bit. Uh, I think perseverance is key. You don't quit. Um, it's, 
but at the same time, probably also a good time to examine yourself and just look and say, is there anything going on in my life that would that would explain why I don't desire God? And so those are just good. But again, I mean, who who are you asking to pray for you during that time? Who's 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 walking through that that with you at the moment? I think those are key things. Yeah, that's good. And to pray for it, I've been through a season like that that I really prayed that the Lord would increase my desire. I think it's a really healthy, good prayer. Yeah. Um, so, and we right. we we almost change, don't we treat it differently? I mean, we we all have moments like that where we don't, you know, in our jobs maybe we don't f- they're getting the job done or or wanting to be the greatest employee on the planet uh, isn't there. Or even in the home, there's times where. Marriage is harder, or maybe raising kids is harder, right. or you know these types of things is harder, and, and the desire is not quite there to put the effort in. Right. And and we just kind of acknowledge that, but sometimes it comes to our spiritual life, and we just quit, yeah. you know, and say, "Well, if this is what it's going to be like, I'm going to quit." Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's not. A, sometimes I think God may pull back a little bit just to lead us to persevere a little bit yeah, more. Pursue. Yeah. Good. Anything else? So, yeah. now just encourage people to do that, and you know, we you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, just you know, we're in this season right now. And so, um, you know, our circumstances don't dictate everything, but they sure can affect them. And so this is a time not to uh, pull back, but I think it's really time to pull towards the Lord. I, I saw one guy on social media say something like, like, you just kind of wonder if there's not going to be some incredible revival on the other side of this when God basically forced so many of his shepherds into a sabbatical. And uh, And so I think there may be a lot of truth to that, not just for... For pastors, but for everyone, you know, that there may be just a little bit more time that we have uh, to spend time with Him. And so we're, we're stewards of time as much as we are money. And so. Yeah, I just, I just got through teaching uh, in James and, and uh, uh, James 4 draw near to God and He will draw near to you. Yeah. What a great problem. Yeah, that is. It's huge. God, God wants it way more than we do. That's right. So that's, that's an encouraging thing on that. So. And He's there. He's spoken. We know where to find Him. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll catch you next time on TBC Equipped.